0: everybody welcome to Valley Creek come on whatever campus you're at or maybe you're engaging online let's just welcome each other in together for a moment come on I am so glad you are here with us today and I want to say to you welcome to re day Four. now If you've been tracking with us and you know where we're at, last week we did RE, a three-day encounter with God, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And yet in the midst of that, God was moving so powerfully that we really feel like it spilled into today, so we're extending it, and today is RE day four. You see, over these past few days, God's been moving. And what we all need at the beginning of this year is not a new vision, is not a rah-rah speech, is not some resolutions. We need an encounter with the presence of God because Jesus changes everything. It's time to breathe again. It's time to believe again. And it's time to begin again in Jesus' name. And so what we're doing is we're taking those two little letters, re, that if you put in the front of any word, restore, redeem, renew, reconnect, revive. And we're just asking Jesus and the presence of God to move powerfully in our lives and change the things within us that we can't change ourselves. And so what we're doing is for one more weekend, we're gathering together and we're broadcasting this entire experience to all of our campuses and online, which means that we are all singing the exact same songs at the exact same time. We are all seeking God the exact same way at the exact same moment, that we're coming together in unity. And laying down our preferences and our pride and our offenses and our opinions. And we're just as the people of God, this family on mission called Valley Creek, seeking Jesus with everything that we've got. And I know some of you are like, come on, man, can't we start a new series next week? We're going to start a new series and it's going to be great. But listen, we're in no rush to move on We just want to enjoy the presence of God. All throughout the Bible, you'll find when the people of God come together in unity and seek Him with everything that they've got, the place where they are meeting literally is shaken and the Spirit of the living God is poured out and people are refilled and re takes place in their lives. And so over this past week, as marriages have been restored and bodies have been healed and destinies have been renewed, I'm believing that God wants to do something in your life today. So can I just encourage you, let go of your expectations, let go of what you thought, and can today be a day, ready, where you just enjoy God? Just for today, can we just seek after Him and enjoy Him, His goodness, His grace, and his presence so come on church right now whatever campus you're at or maybe you're online come on can you right now just say holy spirit you are welcome here holy spirit i invite you into this place holy spirit i want to enjoy you i want to have a relationship with you god i'm not in a hurry to move on into this year i want to sit and receive everything that you have for me so holy spirit we invite you to come and move in this place
1: Come on, let's reach out for what is true, what he has said. We can hold on to his promises for all that he has done. He is worthy of our praise this morning, so let's worship with all of our heart and with all of our strength. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, sing this out. God of Abraham, you're the God of God, of faithful promises. Time and time again, You have proven You do just what you say Though the storms may come And the winds they blow When we worship, it cleans our hearts out, and it draws us closer to his heart, and so we praise you, we lift you up today, God, we surrender in your presence. Come on, everybody, sing. Here I stay, high and
0: I don't know how you entered into 2021, but I can tell you that his grace holds you now. And what we all need at the beginning of this year is we need an encounter with that grace because I bet you carried in all kinds of burdens, all kinds of concerns, all kinds of worries, all kinds of things that have been heavy on your heart about this world and your life and your family. And so... So, so let's be people of faith as we see God, and let's ask God to move. Like, like, Let's actually believe Jesus when he tells us, therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it shall be yours. So let's start this year by taking all those burdens and all those concerns and all those worries, and by faith, let's just take the next few minutes and let's offer them up to God. And let me... Just kind of lead us through some guided prayer points. And here's just what I want to invite you to do. I want you to pray. Like, like I'm not going to pray for us. Like, I'm inviting you to enjoy God and with your own mouth and with your own life. Actually cry out to God like you believe He's real and that His kingdom can come. And so... So I'm going to work you through a couple of these in an order that maybe you, you wouldn't expect. But just kind of lean into this with me for a moment. Let's just start by giving thanks to God. Come on. Let's give thanks to our God. So whatever campus or you're online right now, just what do you want to thank God for? With your mouth, with your heart, be as loud as you want to be. Like, like thank you, God, for grace. Thank you, God, for breath. Come on. Thank him for your family. Thank Him for provision. Thank Him for life. Thank Him for how He moves. Come on, come on. We went through a lot of grumbling in 2020. Let's replace that with some gratitude in Jesus' name. What do you need to thank Him for? Come on, He's right here and He hears you. Like someone who gave you a great gift. Look Him in the face and say, Thank you, God. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you. Enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart and his courts with praise. Come on, church. You want to have a breakthrough in 2021? Start by giving thanks for the grace of God in your life. This should be the easiest prayer for us to pray because every good gift in your life has come down from the Father. So thank you, God, for all that you have done. Okay, now come on, let's pray for our city. I bet that you've got some concerns in your heart for our nation. For this world, for the things that are happening, for our city. You want to see peace out there. Come on, the Bible tells us, seek the peace and the prosperity of the city. For if it prospers, you too will prosper. So by faith, just ask God to move in our city. Come on, raise your voice. What do you want to ask God to do? God, we ask that your kingdom would come. That your will would be done. Come on, we ask that God would bring peace and unity to the city and the brokenness and the politics and the pain, come on, ask God to raise up hope carriers in all the areas of life in the city. God, we ask that you would raise up people who believe in you to bring your hope and your kingdom. Come on, it's your city, man. It's time to take some authority in Jesus' name and stop being a victim and stop complaining and stop just allowing it to happen and take the authority that God has given you as the people of God to say, this is our city. This is our city. Darkness doesn't reign here. Come on, church, pray for somebody that's not you. Jesus your kingdom come your will be done may your kindness lead people to repentance may you come and do the things that only you can do and turn the city upside down in Jesus name come on church that's our mission that's our purpose that's why we're here to be a movement of hope for the city and beyond come on now let's pray for our church This is our church, and you're a part of it. This is a family on mission. And if we're honest, we take this way too for granted. And we forget the power and the authority that's in the family of God. We forget the privilege that it is that Jesus adopted us and brought us home. We forget that we're not supposed to let the world tell us what the church is, that we're supposed to let God tell us what the church is. And Jesus says he's building his church. That those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. So as your family's church goes, so you go. And I want you to catch the unity here. This is a worship team from all of our campuses. Every campus is represented up here. Gainesville, the venue, Flower Mound, Louisville, Denton, online. Why? Because unity is the heart of God and how we defeat the kingdom of darkness. All Satan wants to do is divide and pull everything apart. So when he tries to pull his church apart, what do we do? We double down on unity and say, we're coming with the opposite spirit. We're gonna take authority. We're gonna give thanks. So come on now, pray for our church. Pray for unity in our church. Pray for the leaders of our church. If you know your campus pastor's name, pray for him by name pray for the leaders that invest into your kids and into your family pray for resources pray for relationships pray for mission and servanthood and purpose pray that God's kingdom would come pray that he would build us and unite us and anoint us for what he has called us in this generation to do come on this is your spiritual family do not take it for granted Jesus gave his blood so you could be a part of this. Come on, thank you, Jesus, for Valley Creek Church and all it represents and its consistency and its commitment and its heart and its values that you have created us as a family on mission for this time and this place. Pray for your church, church. Come on. And now let's pray. For your family, I would bet you've got some concerns and some burdens about your family. So come on, lift up your spouse, lift up your children, lift up your family. Ask God to move in your home and bring His presence and His peace. Come on, take authority and ask God for what you want to see happen in your family and in your home. Don't be general, be specific. we thank you God for our family even though it's often broken and painful we invite your presence your re-power to move in our families we pray for amazing marriages and parenting relationships we pray that for as me and my house we will serve the Lord come on it's your family Nobody can be more passionate about it than you. Okay, and then one more. I just want you to ask God for the desires of your heart. I would bet that as you came into this year, there's some things that you want to see different. Some, some changes you want to see made. Some dreams that you have. Some breakthrough you desire. Some healing you're hoping for. Well, Jesus tells us, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. This is not a year for New Year's resolutions. This is not a year for trying harder, behaving better, doing more in our own strength. This is a year to say, God, I can't do it. So I bring these concerns of my heart and I ask you to move on my behalf. Come on, church. Don't carry your burdens into this year without ever asking him to move. So ask him. Ask him by faith for whatever you want to see him do in your life. Don't carry it into the ear. Don't act like God doesn't care. He's not too busy. He's not distant. He hasn't forgot. If it matters to you, it matters to Him. So, come on, what do you need to ask Him for? Where do you need God to move? asks receives whoever seeks finds whoever knocks the door shall be open to him right now some of you for the first time in your life you actually are having the faith to ask God to move on your behalf in your life by his goodness and his grace so Jesus we start this year by laying the burdens and the concerns of our life at your feet. And we ask you to move. We thank you for how you have moved. And now we ask you to move in our city. In our church. In our family. And in all the areas of our heart. That matter to us. In Jesus name we believe it. We declare it. And we partner With the Spirit of the Living God taking authority to say, Your kingdom come, your will be done in my life and beyond. In Jesus' name we pray.
1: As we pray, every stronghold comes down. Come on, let's sing this out together. Here I stand. Here I stand. High and surrender on me. Oh my heart. Oh
0: seat with me for a moment Jesus reigns above it all sometimes we just forget sometimes we forget his authority and his victory and his power and his goodness And we allow all kinds of other things to reign and have the center of our lives. In fact, as we've been going through this re-experience this week, one of our leaders had a a prophetic picture that I thought was outstanding. And he, he shared, he said, I feel like the Lord is just showing me this picture of like this throne that belongs to God. But we've taken it and we've put it in a closet or put it in an attic we forgot about it and it's covered up with a tarp and has boxes on it, picture frames leaned against it and it's in this dark corner in this dark part of our house and we've completely forgot that Jesus is meant to rule and reign from the centerpiece of our lives. And that as we start this year, there's an invitation to remember, to be reminded that he's right here and he wants us to to take off those boxes and to take off that tarp and to take it out of the closet or the attic or that back room that you never use and bring it right back into the center of your house and say, Jesus, you reign above it all in my life and I am no longer going to leave you in the closet or in the background or hidden in the darkness but only you can choose to make that decision see In this year of being quarantined and the pandemic and all this stuff, so many of us have spent more time in our homes, our apartments, wherever we live than we ever have before. And one of the things that keeps happening is they say home renovations has gone through the roof. We've been stuck sitting in the same place over and over again as we've sat there long enough, we've realized that there's things we don't like. There's things that are outdated. There's things that are run down. There's things that are worn out. And so we want to we renovate and change things and make them different. And while that's all fine, I think that's another prophetic picture. Because I think that's what God's inviting us to do in our own soul. Yeah, you've had to look at that countertop or that floor or that paint color or that furniture that you haven't liked. But, but we've also been faced with the brokenness of our own soul. He's inviting us to do some renovation in here. To tear down some things that don't belong and rebuild with the things that are of him. So you've heard us say all week, it's time to breathe again. Believe again. And begin again. In Jesus' name, it's time to breathe again. To let the spirit of the living God breathe breath into your spirit. It's time to believe again and trust God in his goodness and his grace. And even in the places where we feel like we can't, like the desperate dad in the Gospels who says, Jesus, I do believe, but help me in my unbelief. God is not offended or bothered or hurt when we cry out to him to say, God, help me believe. Then it's time to begin again. Because if we're honest, we stop doing so many things that matter, things that are important, things that are of life. Jesus doesn't say, sit here. He says, follow me. Yeah, right. And it's time to begin again yeah, in Jesus' name. To bring that throne out of the closet to the center of your life, to renovate the things that are worn down in your own soul and to start moving forward in Jesus' So here's what I want to do just for a few moments. Is I want to invite you to just listen to what God wants to say to you. Part of the reason we've allowed Reed to spill into day four is because I really felt like from the beginning God wanted us to create space to do that. And I thought it was going to happen on nights two and nights three, but God was doing other stuff. And so we just need to take a moment to listen to what God wants to say to you he said well I, I don't know how to hear God's voice well the Bible tells us that if we are his sheep we hear his voice and even if we're not his sheep we hear his voice of salvation calling out to us in the darkness drawing us home And so like Samuel, a little boy in the Old Testament, who didn't know how to hear God's voice, he was given some really good counsel by by a mentor in his life that just said, just say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So for the next few moments as these guys play, what if your just heart posture was, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. It's in God's presence where we most easily hear God's voice. And God's voice brings divine solutions, supernatural insight, kingdom wisdom. It's in God's presence where He gives us innovation and understanding and revelation and breakthrough. So come on, so we just close your eyes wherever you are. Speak, Lord. For your servant is listening. Holy Spirit, would you just speak to us in a language we can understand about what we need to hear? You don't ever have to be uncomfortable in your relationship with God. It should never be awkward to just sit in his presence because the goodness and the grace of Jesus has brought us home. And so I just believe right now in Jesus' name that God is speaking to you. Wisdom. Insight. Creativity, revelation. Some of you, he just told you, I love you. I still love you. Some of you, he was speaking to you and saying, It's okay. You can still trust me. Some of you, he was saying, It's time to take that next step and move forward with me. Some of you, he was just saying, this is real. I'm real. And I'm right here with you. God wants to have a relationship with you. And he wants to speak to you. And he wants you to know him so his goodness and his grace is always drawing us along, always drawing us forward in Jesus' name. And I believe that this moment is the beginning of you hearing God's voice in new and profound ways in 2021.
1: This declaration together that I will praise you on the mountain, but I will praise you in the mountains in my way, because you're the summit where my feet are. So I will.
0: not a church service. Revival is not a feeling. Revival is the people of God coming in unity together to seek Jesus with everything that they've got and actually believing that he is who he says he is, that he did what he said he did, and that his kingdom is here and available for us today. Come on. This is what the Bible tells us. Second Chronicles seven fourteen just simply says, if my people, that's you. Who are called by my name. That's us. Yeah. If we will humble ourselves. Yeah. And get over ourselves. Yeah. And push past our pride. Yeah. And not be worried about awkwardness. Or uncomfortability. Or embarrassment. Or what somebody else is. Just so you're clear. Nobody else looking at you in the whole service. Nobody cares. Yeah. They're looking at God. Yeah. Will humble themselves. And pray. And seek my face. Yeah. And turn. From their wicked ways. Then. Then. I will hear them from heaven, and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Revival. Revival is us humbling ourselves in unity, seeking God with everything that we've got, turning away from our wickedness, turning towards God, and just declaring this one prayer together, Jesus, re-me. If you weren't able to pray anything else through these four days, if you had no song in your heart, if you had no level of faith or hope, there was nothing you could, come on, the one thing you could, Jesus, read me. So Jesus, I don't need a word. I don't need a feeling. I don't need an emotion. I don't need my expectation to be met. Instead, I just cry out and say, Jesus, would you just re-me? Everything that's broken, everything that's lost, everything that's shattered, every place that's died off, every part where the light's gone out and the flame is dimmed down. Come on, Jesus, re-me. In fact, come on, with one voice at all of our campuses and online, can we just say that out loud together? Come on, Jesus, re-me. Come on, say it again like you believe it. Jesus, re-me. One more time, in unity so darkness doesn't have a chance against us. Jesus, re-me. In Jesus' name we declare it so. In your name we pray, God. Amen.